This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. It is not easy to introduce Dr. Madhu Chopra because she is a master of many talents. She started as a family physician and ENT surgeon and is now a renowned cosmetic aesthetician with a private clinic in Mumbai. Besides her medical and academic accomplishments, she is also creatively inclined and a master strategist in business. She heads Purple Pebble Pictures along with her dynamic daughter Priyanka Chopra Jonas. She is specially inclined to children content and is the queen of regional cinema, providing platforms to the most talented and the most deserving. I'm honored to be having a conversation with Dr. Madhu Chopra, who is going to take us through her life and all the changes that came her way, how she adapted, how she adjusted, how she evolved and gave us the most dazzling superstar and international star called Priyanka Chopra. Over to Madhu Chopra. Madhu, what comes Anjali. to my mind when I speak to you is because yeah. um, I have recently read Priyanka's book. Yeah, I'm and finished. And her early memories of you is so vivid and so wonderful. Uh, not just about how busy you were in that army hospital that you worked with your husband, mm-hmm. but also in the way you looked and the way you dressed and how you are an inspiration for her in everything she does. So I'm tell so us about glad. that phase. I'm so glad that she looks up to me like that. But when I was doing that, I was, I was, I think I had a superiority complex or some such because I was always, like they said in those days, tip top. Mm. I wouldn't get out of my bedroom and fully fixed. My clothes in place, my face in place, my hair in place. So I don't think Priyanka ever saw me looking ruffled up or messed up. Mm. you know having a bad hair day or some such never so where did you get it from where did you get this from i would say that i did have a very nice mentor and i learned it pretty late in my life from a lady her name is dr bira shaw she was the md's wife in clarice mission hospital really she taught me how to be a genteel woman. All my manners, how to conduct myself in public, how to conduct myself with elite crowd. She taught me how to use words smartly. Yeah. And one very important thing she taught me was never let the shahed go out of your tongue. What is So that was such an important thing. And these little tips that I got along the way, along the way, many people came. I learned good things from many people. My mother-in-law, she used to say, you give, get four in return. She, so she taught me kindness, charity. Such things doesn't just happen, but I had to be a receptive person also. Yeah. I liked, I liked the good stuff and I imbibed all those things. So when Priyanka came along, I was, I think, almost a well-done product. Mm. <laughs> Because, you know, in today's times, the girls uh, are very casual and uh, most of the time not made up unless they are facing the camera. Yeah, I think to some extent it's the fault of the 
society they are living in mm. you know nobody gives importance to being well presentable or in good form they feel casually chic casually then go out in your sweats go to a party mm. in your slip <laughs> thing like that so these things mm. i hate people are now the kids today are scared to dress up or look good they feel they will be alienated or they will be looked down or frowned down upon there's mm. so much of equalization happening now you know the top notch and the lower notch people are not mm. intermingling so mm. the dress code is one of the first thing that has taken gone for a toss mm. not being presentable not taking care of yourself is something i don't understand mm. so academically you are always bright and you were pursuing your studies and all these grooming tips and behavior tips and uh, other social tips you were picking up on the way is what you're telling me yes yes that's what i said a lot of it most of it came from my own family my father he is the one who made me the strong person that i am he made sure that i was very well read can you imagine when i was a teenager i have read uh, karl marx i have read everything about humanism i read amagadon i read classics all the classics mm-hmm. he made sure that we imbibe reading we imbibe you know gathering information now the technology has changed but the gathering of information hasn't stopped yes whether you whether you read a book turn pages or go to online and check but i feel books are more solid and more <laughs> authentic <laughs> and better way to get information so a lot my father was a person who gave me the backbone i wanted to learn flying i just casually told him i would and i was a medical student remember and there's so much studies to go that yeah. student he said fine if you can afford it with your pocket money you go ahead he didn't mm-hmm. say no he got me the membership and i learned flying with my pocket money but i would go at 5:30 wow. in the morning yeah because i had to attend college starting 7 o'clock at what I finish my hour long training and then mm-hmm. go to college directly from there so thing like that opportunities you i just had to see a thing and opportunity and he would give me the opportunity it was up to me what i did with that mm. so now i see all this comes into the daughter from where she wants to do 101 things it's because <laughs> her mother did 1000 things <laughs> Yeah. So it started as a family physician and an ENT specialist. Yes, yes. I started as a family physician. I preferred to be in the family practice it was not very busy. But then gradually it became really busy because as a lady doctor in a small city you automatically become an obstetrician. Mm. You know, you treat everything including making babies. So one thing mm. led to another. The, when I joined the army to join the army because ashok and i uh, wanted to be posted together and i did not want to give up my career mm. so the only best thing was both of us stay in the army and hope that we get posted together we didn't mm. want a broken up family home mm. so i did from afmc pune where i topped the university again and then i joined the army how different was it from just being a family physician and an ent surgeon oh very very different very different ent then you're only looking at one little thing ear nose throat and of mm. course i was operating on the face and everything the tonsils the eardrums all those things were happening and gradually 
I did that for about five years. And then I went to the boarding school and then she went to the US and my son was very little. So I took a break from the army. He was just four months old. I didn't accept my promotion because they posted me to Ladakh. My mm-hmm. husband was posted there. They posted me too. And he was just four months old. And this was a December posting. I just couldn't think, didn't think I could carry the little baby in that winter. So I dropped out of the army. Design. And then I set up my own practice. How did life change for you when uh, Priyanka became Miss India and then Miss World? <laughs> it must be too many facts changing for you and making major decisions. Um, no, you can't imagine. It was like a big punch into our faces. Least mm. expected. She's just come out of high school. Mm. Never won stilettos, always in trainers, mm. school uniform. Yes, she was very attractive as she was growing up. She was really, I would say, stunning. Mm. And, uh, and the fact that she could face the crowd on a platform, on a stage, mm. on a, in front of the camera, was beyond our belief. But when she won... Then she came home and said, Mom, I'll have to be moving to Mumbai because that's where my duties will start from, the missing mm. duties. Mm. So, okay. so she stayed for a while alone in Mumbai with her friend rooming together. A little while later, she called up home on midnight. I remember it was raining heavily. She, she was crying and she said, I can't live alone here. Mm. And dad... I don't know what the bond is. Just mid- midnight, he got a call. 4 a.m., he packed his bags, left for Delhi. And by mm. afternoon, he was by Priyanka's side. He just left his practice. He just left me. He just flew. He had no thought in his head. My God. Priyanka was alone and not happy. Mm. And then from Mumbai he called me up do this to this patient do that to this patient and you know then mm. it took me about a year to close my practice and mm. send off the patient nicely sell mm. off the practice mm. and then I joined them after a year we had no plans for the future we had no idea where our lives are going but Chopra just said our lives our careers is behind us mm. we have to take care of her future now she's stepping mm. out we have to be there for it I don't know what was going on in our heads. How could we be so frivolous is what I would say, that you you leave your home, your practice, your source of income, everything, and just fly off to Mumbai. That's it. Yeah. Thankfully, Ashok got a job in Lilavati soon after, and Mm. our boat was not rocking too hard. (laughs) We were okay. So in that time when you were not doing practice in Mumbai, Mm-hmm. When you had not yet got the job at the Leelawati, what was going on in your mind? That would you ever go back to it again? Or were you just going to be looking after your daughter? See, the negative thought never hit my head, at least. I told Priyanka, if you have become Miss Indian Miss World, which means you are really good. And I'm backing you 100%. Mm-hmm. And there was one condition that my husband's older brother, the brother-in-law, put on us that Priyanka couldn't join these uh, pageants if I was with her all the time. I would not leave her be alone. So that was a promise I made him. So that's what I did. I did not let her feel weak or lost or abandoned. She had somebody to rest her shoulders or head on. She had somebody to talk her, give her pep talk. She had somebody to 
see all her fears, her anxieties. I was there all the time to share that. So today it feels very fulfilling. But at that time, I don't know what was going on in our heads. <laughs> How did we just jump into the deep ocean, not knowing where? No map, no nothing. Right. So when did the aesthetician in you uh, start taking shape? So this was Priyanka shooting Dostana in Miami, mm. in uh, Florida. And I was with her. It was a two-month mm. schedule. So two months I was there. So my sister, who's a neuro- neurologist there in Miami, she mm. sent me a flyer that spoke about a training course from American Aesthetic Institute over there. Mm. Mm. So I went in, signed up. Mm. just wrote a disclaimer that I will not be practicing in U.S. It's just yeah. training purpose paid for it and I took a full course on starting with Botox, fillers, meso and I got really interested in this. few minutes and you have a very happy, satisfied person going home. No emergencies. No, I mean, if you're trained well, then there's hardly any complications. So I had almost these two months I trained hmm. and it was a hands-on training. Then hmm. came back to Mumbai, came back. Ashok was very excited that at least you didn't waste your time. You learned something, so why don't you apply it? So for our 25th anniversary, Priyanka hmm. gifted us a three-bedroom apartment hmm. to turn it into a clinic. And we did that. And we yeah. had Ashok, since he was in Leelavati, he had a lot of good bunch of good friends who supported us, helped us. They came mm-hmm. on a panel and then I went around the world expanding my knowledge, learning more, buying more equipment, mm-hmm. which was not available in Mumbai at that time when I was doing all this. This was mm-hmm. I'm talking 2005. It was a fantastic journey. I trained in Italy. I trained in the US. I trained in South America. I trained in Israel and of course trained in Mumbai as well. So the thing about uh, this uh, kind of uh, profession is that technology is all the time changing. Yeah. How do you keep abreast? Any doctor, any physician has to keep abreast and it's called continuing medical education. So you have to continue upgrading your knowledge, continue upgrading your machines. And of course, the new techniques, technology is happening. I go everywhere for a training, even here in London. Now I'm learning stem cells. Mm. I, have, I have a person here who's doing a course. I'm not mm. wasting my time. Mm. I'm learning about stem cells, how to harvest them, how to give them and why. Although it's not legal in India yet, but I'm acquiring that knowledge. I would use it when it becomes legal. Mm. So it's a process that cannot stop, Pavna. You have right. in every field you see, you have to stay updated with the changing times. Even if you're a homemaker, you have to stay abreast. You have to stay updated. You can't say, I can't use the Instapot, I will use the Pati. You have to upgrade yourself. Mm. <laughs> so how did you get drawn to forming your own production house and uh, doing movies? How did you discover your managerial skills or mind for the money? I have always been taking care of the finances. My father's, my husband's, and then Priyanka's for a long time. Mm. Of course, we had people doing the actual heavy lifting. Yeah. I was always on top of things. And like I told you, my father insisted that I study. So I studied law as a child with Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. So I knew a lot of legal 
this this is i joined the uh, law college in lucknow for my god <laughs> online the study only, the only doctor who is also a lawyer <laughs> i'm not a lawyer but i joined i did study for a year and then after mm-hmm. that i said it was a waste of time because you have to read and learn the knowledge what applies to you and they depend on teaching me entertainment law and i wanted to do that so i came off but over the years i learned how to read her contracts and how to have a proper discussion so when she moved to us we had a two year discussion on mm-hmm. her contracts she could she did not sign the contract till i said now it's fine it took us two years so you have to have some kind of knowledge so deep So this is all crazy thirst for knowledge. I have not, you know, dug deep below the surface, but I would say I'm jack of all trades. I like so, to know a lot. So how is the experience of uh, heading this uh, Purple Pebble production pictures. house? Yeah, pictures. Yeah. So when Priyanka was making the move to the US, she was quite anxious. So. she said what because she was doing well in india and while she was doing well she was take transiting to a completely new business music and of which she was not very confident so i said when you come back suppose it doesn't work out don't worry when you come back we'll have something going on here in india so why don't we set up a production house she said fine so when i suppose i come back and you know I don't do films and at least I'll be doing something else. I said you will always do films. You're so talented. Mm. And we sat down and made a format about what kind of production house will we have. So Priyanka said I came from an outside world and mm. I saw how difficult it is for newcomers to put a foot in the door. Yes. I want I want to be that production house which will encourage only newcomers. Every That film of ours will have a newcomer, be it a writer, director, actor, scriptwriter, music, anything. But we'll mm. always have a. And sure, all the nine films we made, we had first-time writers mm. or first-time directors, first-time actors. So that we did. And second was that Hindi films go to every region, but the regional mm. films don't get a platform to be showcased outside mm. in the real world, the bigger world, larger world. So why don't we do that? So from Bihar, Bhojpuri, Punjabi, they have markets very specific, but they do not have a larger platform of an All India release in India, hmm. and a global release. So that was her parameter that people people will be different in these two ways. Hmm. We could do regional films, and we'll bring in new. Well, that was really a good idea, and it was very daring to. because it was not necessary that newcomers would do as good as a seasoned person yes but she, but she took a chance she and how has it been and how has been the experience what do you feel when you are in this uh, kind of meetings compared to when you are attending to a patient <laughs> when i'm attending a patient then it's all about me and my knowledge my capabilities my skill Yeah. But when you're doing in a production house, there's so many verticals that you have to balance. You have to be so much more tactful. You have to be so much more clear. But it was not so difficult because Priyanka was on top of things every step of the way. Every step, yes. starting from the first the script that uh, comes to us, then she'll go through that. She'll make a note. She'll say no, not working. 
from there to identifying the writer, the director, artist, every step of the way. She yes. was always, even when she was in the US, we were on phone like almost all night because of the time difference. But yeah. Even today, yes. she has completely taken over her entire company, her entire finance, her entire legal. She has a huge team, but she's on top of all of that. I feel so proud that she has, you know, gradually taken these steps. Starting from baby steps, now she's taking giant steps. Because the confidence came that way. Hmm. You also are very inclined towards children content. Yes. That I that was my input. I really hmm. thought there was a big gap in children's films. There's so many being made, but they're not being exhibited there. Nobody's even seen these children's films. CFSI has a bank of 300 films that have not been released. Great films for many years. Mm. So we got in touch with CFSI to see mm. if partnering with us. And mm. Baki came up with a beautiful project, Pahuna in Sikkimese. Mm. And uh, Mr. Shravan Kumar, who was heading CFSI at that time, was pretty dynamic and he was you know, he wanted to do something about all this, this stagnant situation. So he supported us. And for the first time, uh, CFSI co-produced and of course 50% for making a children's film. And they supported us right through, throughout exhibition, world, going to all the festivals, taking the film all over the world. Yeah. CFSI was really good. And now I'm a member of CTEC. So that really helps. Is it a big high to be at all the international festivals and get uh, applauded for your choice uh, that you made on the movies and enjoy the spotlight in a different way? It's kind of scary to start with because mm-hmm. the international standard of films, their facilities, their possibilities are so huge. But if you've seen The Village Rockstar, it's a small production, small actors, small people, small city, and a regional film. Mm. It has won all the awards that year. Mm. Everyone. So it's a fantastic mm. film. Very mm. simple concept. Mm. So it's not that we can't compete with the world. Mm. That's the first step is really scary. But then mm. when you get a pat on the back, it's like, wow. Mm. Such a big wow at that. And then you get encouraged to do more such things because you get appreciated. And then people are, you know, looking towards you, what is coming out next. So that interest generated by one good product is like your fuel. One good product is all you need. The queen of regional cinema is now also conquering the digital world, negotiating with the top channels. So yeah. where does your charisma stop? I hope not. I hope it doesn't. I want to go with my boots on. I don't want to stop till my yeah. mental and physical faculties are functioning. Mm. And that's just what I tell both my kids. You mm. can only be active and useful for that many years. Mm. Before this years, you were nothing. After mm. this, you'll become nothing. So make the most of these years. You have the opportunities. So I tell all the children, all my, this is the time for you to work. 
So, are you enjoying the OTT uh, strategies, dealings? Uh? Yes. The difference, of course, one would miss the theaters if it doesn't yeah. happen. Mm. But OTT is the way to go today. Mm. The world is moving so fast. People don't have the time, inclination, need, mm. possibilities to go to theater. And but it's a very very sad thing. The theater experience is now like a vacation, like an outing, a planned, pre-planned mm. activity that you know you do once in a while. But OTT, mm. you can sit at home and watch, binge watch, no watch. Have choices from all over the world, which was not happening in at least in our country. Very few mm-hmm. foreign films are being shown. But now mm-hmm. the world, the world is your oyster. I'm all for OTT, but mm-hmm. this theater experience is something that cannot be ruled out. But it's a sad thing. A more personal question, yeah? uh, which I want it to kind of be an inspiration for people who are listening to you. You know, for the kind of uh, relationship you shared with your husband, y'all were like partners, friends, colleagues, and yeah. to suddenly have a vacuum and to fill that space with positivity is not easy. To rise from the ashes is not easy. How did you do it, and how do you continue to do it? You see, to be factual and to know exactly my limitation is very important. Ashok was the May I will say you know the fact mm. that I was what I was because Ashok was such a giant persona. Mm. Now Priyanka hai to my home, Mary family to me prop the people who are helping me stand up strong. Mm. I am because of them. So mm. I don't forget all that. Mm. Without all these people. I'm nothing, nobody, just a sad mm. old woman. Mm. But I delete that part from my head. I mm. keep maintaining this relationship with mm. these people who are so important for my very existence. Mm. And then I only keep happy people around me, happy thoughts around me. I delete mm. negatives immediately. Mm. So to rise from the ashes, it took me two years of completely going down the drain. Mm. I was uh, I was a wreck. Then I took some counseling sessions, five or six. Mm-hmm. Mm. I had a psychiatric help, mm. and I knew I was not that bad gone. And mm. as a doctor, I knew the end was near. I knew what he was going through. Mm. I knew he was pain free now. But the fact that he was my world, I had mm. no life outside of him. Mm. That vacuum was terrible. But then mm. Priyanka came in, filled it up like Priyanka and Siddharth. They were such strong support. My family, such strong support that they helped me get out of this vacuum. And I don't feel at loss at all. And uh, how is the responsibility of being a single parent? Though the children are now grown up, they don't really need looking after. <laughs> they are my parents now. Uh, correct. <laughs> I told Pri just a small example yesterday. I was telling her, Pri, I'm going back to India now. So on my way back, should I just stop for a few days, take a break journey in Iceland or Slovenia? I want to see all these places. Mm. I'm mighty excited. I told the travel agent also get the tickets booked. But this grandmother of mine says, talk like no. a scientist. <laughs> no, she says, talk like a scientist. <laughs> 
अभी अभी बच्चों का सुनना पड़ेगा सब जगह मुंबई dreams ambitions as an individual that you want to do like you wanted to learn flying when you were a young girl do you want yes. to still learn something yes i want to take up singing music i want okay. to play the guitar these are things that which i have already scheduled when i get back to india i have already called up my music teacher who was teaching ashok to come and teach me now that's okay. one second Ashok and I both wanted to retire and travel the world. So travel is my passion. These are the only two desires. Traveling Tra- is, seems like it's out because of the pandemic. So you have a travel partner or a travel group with which whom you are uh, organizing all your trips? No, I'm very. I, I mean, it sounds like pompous, but I'm pretty self-sufficient. I mm. prefer traveling alone because I can do. Everything. What I, I love want. going. To, yeah, I love going to museums. I love going to see plays, operas, these things. But your partner may not want it. You mm. might want to go shopping, which I don't yeah. want to do at all. Yeah. So it's very different. I would rather do these things. Admire mm. the architecture. Admire the the past tense and mm. the beautiful plays. I mm. like that. I like all that. So I prefer traveling alone. Fabulous. So Madhu Chopra, sorry, Dr. Madhu Chopra. It has been an absolute privilege to talk to you because you're not sounding like a doctor at all. You're sounding just like a cool cat. When you get back to India, let's do some coffee. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode, do comment, do rate on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hub Hopper, Castbox. Spotify Geo Seven, so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest. And until then, take great care of yourself.